This is episode 236 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Basta, and today I've got a really special guest for you. You guys, she was such an amazing person in the mastermind. She came in and she did this amazing presentation that I just kind of had to share her with all of you guys as well. Now, we can't give away all the secrets that she did in the mastermind because that's reserved for the members. And if you're not a member yet, why not? But she is so fantastic that we're going to actually blow the lid off of another topic today. And today we're going to be talking about the new era of work and how that looks like as a business owner and trying to hire people and just all the different things that you probably aren't thinking about because you're trying to get your business back. Our guest today is Nadia and she is all the way over in the UK right now. She is the founder of Remote Work Advocate and the go-to place for both companies embracing flexible work and individuals willing to thrive in the remote world. Within the past few years and working with various international clients, she has created a remote ready audit as a tool to guide companies through a remote work implementation process. And throughout the years, she's had the pleasure of hiring hundreds of candidates to work various remote and hybrid companies that's created long-lasting business relationships around the world. You guys, this is important for you as pet sitters and dog walkers in local areas, because the more that our society changes and the more that business changes, we are incorporating more and more virtual ways. So this could be virtual hiring. This could be virtual training and onboarding. This could be ongoing virtual trainings for your company and not actually having to get together in a physical remote place. Okay. So I want you to just kind of open up your ears and your heart today and just kind of think about what Nadia is about to tell us and see if you can apply any of it to your business. So without further ado, Nadia, welcome to the show. I'm really, really happy to be here. And thanks for all your kind words in the very beginning. I'm truly flattered. And well, you know, I can just say that that's a topic I can talk about endlessly because I'm just so passionate about it. So I hope and I deeply trust that I'm going to add value today. I trust that you are. Only bring on people I know that will add value. So buckle up, you guys. Nadia, I kind of alluded to the fact that things have been changing. So Can you elaborate on that? Like what has changed in our attitude towards working within the past year or so? The short term, we've learned things I believe we should have opened up to before, but we're always resistant to change as human beings. So here we had an external factor, which was the pandemic, and it left no choice but just to adapt, okay? So suddenly everything that we believed in, that that's the way it is, it can't be changed. And I know what I'm talking about because before the pandemic, I was obviously working with remote first and hybrid companies, but not only, sometimes there are companies that reach out to me because they're interested in what I was doing. And then they listen and they're like, "Mm, you're really a cool person, but no, that's not for us. And, And now I see these companies months after, and I see that they're adapting flexible working, that they're starting to think about change the working habits that they have in their environment. So all the things that they said were not possible are suddenly like magic becoming possible. So how can that be? So one of the major takeaways is that basically we need to change our mindset. We need to 
change our attitude in order to make everything work. And that's the hardest part. But I believe that the pandemic has torn us out of our comfort zones and that has partially happened. So I think that we should really get ready and move on and start an amazing journey of creating change ourselves these days. Wow, how inspirational is that, you guys? Are you inspired? Because I'm inspired. And as you're talking, Nadia, I'm thinking back to 12 months ago in the mastermind where I brought in Marcus Sheridan, who's an incredible salesperson. And he blew the lid and gave our mastermind members a step-by-step process of how to do a virtual consultation with a new client. When you talk about changing your mindset, and, oh no, I can't do that. When I tell you pet sitters and dog walkers are terrified because they're like, I need to meet the dog. Okay. There's absolutely no way that can happen, Bella. <laughs> Fast forward a year later, guys. And a lot of the companies that are killing it right now and got back faster are the ones that offered that solution to it. Because at one point, Nadia, pet sitters and dog walkers coming into people's homes, we were a threat. It was like, what are you coming in with? What germs? I don't want to see you. Like, yes, let's do this over the computer, you know? And it ended up saving a lot of the bottom line. So you guys, what Nadia is saying is absolutely true to our industry. So I want to continue on and, and say, how can companies benefit from these flexible work models? And I kind of just started going there, but I wanted to pass that on to you. Like, what are the benefits of changing up our models? Well, there are tons of benefits, but tons of risks as well. So one may say I'm full of bias because I am a remote work advocate, okay? But that doesn't mean that I'm unaware of all the risks that are lurking out there. So we should do it wisely and remember that if there's too much, too much is unhealthy, okay? So yes. always try to keep the right balance. But anyway, talking about all the great things that we can benefit from if we start implementing either remote work or flexible work, it's time. Time is the most precious things these days, right? So imagine if you lose a lot of time because you have to commute somewhere without a reason, right? These days, if you have a meaningless meeting or you literally meaningless meeting because, you know, nothing comes out of it, then at least you did it at home. You didn't have to commute for one hour, 30 minutes, you know, go back and forth. So now you can do it this way. So number one, it's time. Number two, it's obviously cost efficient as well. But now I'm talking about like the beginning, if you're even talking about interviews, right, with people, things like that. But for the long run, it's obviously the cost efficiency for companies that sometimes consider hiring experts also that are not going to be pet sitters, but people to support their businesses because there's a lot to do behind the scenes. You don't really have to rely on the local talent pool anymore, right? But you can hire great experts from distant places, right? So Mm -hmm. sometimes companies say, and I've heard that a lot, that some companies say, hey, we want to expand. We want to go out of our comfort zone. So we need some, you know, cool people to do that with, you know? And then I say, okay, so here comes the flexible work or remote work option because you can get people from the place where you would like to be. Hey, that person's already there. And that's amazing, right? So look at it that way. So if you're willing to grow, you're willing to expand, or even if we look about costs and saving the environment even, right? Because when we work flexibly, then we can cut on unnecessary car fumes, for example, we can do that. But most importantly, offices as well, right? I think that the direction that we're going to these days, and we can see this, you can see this massive exodus in San Francisco, in New York, from all these huge cities. People don't want to live like this anymore, right? So it shouldn't be that way that you have to be located in the skyscraper, literally, in order to have a great career. 
you don't really have to do that. You know, you can be somewhere else and have a sustainable business, add value and get people from all the directions that are going to design their life and professional lifestyle as well, the way they want it. And I call this the biggest luxury of flexible work these days. I love that so much. So how could companies start to scale and have this transparent remote work model? Like, how does this work for the pet sitters and dog walkers? Like, how can we incorporate this to our business? How can we expand our minds to make this happen? Is it that internal office staff, like, and not thinking that we always have to take a dog walker off the street and like bring them into the proverbial office? How could this work for our listeners? I think that this particular industry could definitely benefit from automation. So here we could definitely work on saving a lot of time. So all the things that we do manually, like we fill out tons of documents, right? We have print, we have to sign, we can go digital with everything we basically want, right? That's the great thing. We can keep everything in the cloud. So and that helps us with filing, that helps us literally to make everything more transparent, straightforward, accessible for our team members for whom we want. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's going to help a lot with onboarding, right? And that's like one of the major takeaways also, because, you know, there are so many times that you have to repeat yourself. So you have to have a human touch as well. So treat everybody individually. That's true. But well, 70% of the onboarding, it is just repetitions, repetitions, repetitions. Like how many times can you do that? You know, even if you're passionate about what you do, if you repeat the same thing 200 times, you're like, blah, 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 you know, and you lose the passion. So, and it's also time consuming. And sometimes when people join one day, then somebody joins tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. And they can't join on the same day. Well, automate whatever you can automate and how to start. I think everybody should answer for themselves because there is no one size fits all solution here. Absolutely not. It's not like I'm going to tell you, Hey, do this, everybody. And it's going to be great. No, because the first thing you have to ask yourself as a business owner or worker in a certain business, when you're the decision maker or you just want to create change yourself, ask yourself why. Do you want to do this? Like, what can be the benefits? Like, you can perform a really very simple SWOT analysis saying that what are the strengths of this idea? Like, what are the weaknesses, risks, opportunities? Very easy. And then make the decision, say, hey, it can improve our processes in this and this and this and this area. Let's go for it because it's a good decision. So everybody has to treat this individually. Uh-huh. I love that so much. So how did you get involved with all of this? Like, why did you decide to start advocating for remote work in the first place? Like, how did Nadia become Nadia in all of this? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, wow. That's going to be a deep one. No. <laughs> you know, definitely I wasn't born. My idea wasn't born during the pandemic. Absolutely not. I would say I believed in it a long time before anyone else did. And I'll tell you why, because I'm a person who likes to challenge things. I'm usually not the one saying everybody does it this way because that's the way it's done. My question is like, mm-hmm, maybe we have to think about it. Why is that so? You know, if somebody tells me you have to do it this way, then my question is, what does it influence? Is it really necessary? And I know that it's probably not this approach that everybody would like to hear everywhere, but it's something that creates your, you know, mindset and you start analyzing different things. And then I started evaluating different workplaces. I already worked with different companies all around the globe, literally. And I've 
been remote for the majority of my life, at least working with some companies who said, oh, we don't care where you are. Let's just get this done. Right. Yeah. And then but why can't it be that way? in different areas as well. Why is the workplace the way we see it these days? And then I started evaluating the work history like a bit, right? Like where does it come from that we work the way we work, right? And it turns out, and I think I mentioned this during the mastermind as well. So that was in the 1920s. We work the way we work these days because in the 1920s, 1926, it was President Henry Ford who said, well, people work too much, so I'm going to minimize the six-day work week to five days at 40 hours a week. And that's the way it was, dear listeners, watchers, a hundred years ago. We still tend to do the same. The only problem is that then industrialism was growing rapidly. Today, it's the digital work era. So how does it resonate? Well, it doesn't really resonate, right? <laughs> it's a major problem. That just blows my mind, Nadia. And it blew my mind in the mastermind when you said that. And it's true to what you said that how you like to challenge things. And it's not a one size fits all. So if you think about, I mean, we have that traditional 40 hour work week. Does anyone do it? No, but we still like apply that principle or that's like our blueprint that's like in our head. And if we work more than 40 hours, it's like, oh my God, you're working too much. But it's also like, and this is hard as pet sitters and dog walkers, I think, because our business isn't that traditional hours. It's often supporting our clients before and after they are at work at their traditional work, right? Or on the weekends or something because they're traveling, right? So it's who gets to determine what the work week is, who gets to determine the hours. What I'm hearing from you is if we can challenge that traditional work week, work schedule, then that opens up the ability for even more remote work because they don't necessarily have to be in our time zone. Like they could be on a different time zone working when we don't want to work and it could actually support our whole entire business even more. And the other thing I hear you say is, I want you to correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm drawing the wrong conclusion here is that I hear you say automation, at least in this conversation, mostly because you get tired after doing it over and over again, you lose the passion. But also because if you're going to give it out to someone else, if you're going to delegate, if you want to scale, if you want to grow it, you also want to make sure that it is streamlined, right? So that you're paying someone like maybe two hours to do something instead of 10 hours to do the same thing because it's not streamlined or automated in a way, right? Am I on the right track? Absolutely. Yes. And that's part of it. It's all the automation of all the processes that are repetitive. So some say, okay, so what you say right now, it's going towards robots replacing people. I'm like, come on, that's completely not what I'm going to say. Everything is repetitive, that is time consuming, that doesn't really require our minds to produce certain things. The things that we can predict easily, the things that remain the same over and over again, well, this is what we can automate. So pretty much everything that happens behind the scenes, right? Every business owner works on marketing. Every business owner works on getting new clients. All this and even the systems that are hidden internally, communicating with all the people who work for you, you know? How do you do that? How do you keep track? How can you possibly know, maybe you have some systems, who, for example, of your pet sitters is the best, right? Right. Who is the most responsive? Who has the best rating, right? You can also automate it within a tool and you can say, hey, well, you know, you've been the best last month congrats to you, you know, and that person feels like, wow, I've done so well. Amazing. I really want to keep working with them because I love what I do. So there's tons of means that can really help us become more human and dedicate our time to the meaningful things instead of the boring, repetitive ones. 
That's beautiful. You guys, I want to challenge our listeners right now. I want you to think about or take an inventory. I want you to think about three things that you are doing on a daily or weekly basis that is the same thing over and over again. And how could you possibly automate it? Automation does not mean no personalization. If you're in the mastermind, post about it. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? But I would love for you to think about that. I want to challenge you to think about what are you doing over and over and over and over again that you could automate. One thing that always comes to mind is people's accounts receivable is a hot mess. People are sending out, you know, 50% before the the service starts, 50% is due after the service starts. So now we're creating two invoices and then we're doing like, or deposit or we're doing every day we're charging someone instead of just charging everyone on one day of the week. And like, that's it. You know, there's, there's so many things that we could be automating in the business. And I want you guys to really think about one to three things that you can try to start automating and let's have a conversation about it. Let's try to figure that out. Nadia, I know that you have a lot of awesome resources out there. How can people learn more about you and get connected with you? Well, I'm more digital than real these days. (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere you can find me anywhere, literally, either here, right? Uh So when you do this podcast, but also online, when you visit my website, remoteworkadvocate.com, I'm there. You can find me on Instagram, Remote Work Advocate. You can find me on LinkedIn as Remote Work Advocate or as Nadia Harris. So myself, you can find me on Facebook. You can even find me on Clubhouse. And there's one podcast that I also co-host. It's the Leadership Outlook podcast available on every platform. So if you're eager to know more, get to know how to make things right, how to boost your performance and think out of the box, then, well, you know, you're more than welcome. Awesome, Nadia. Thank you so much for being here today. I encourage you guys all to go cyberstalker, as I lovingly call it, at remoteworkadvocate.com or like she said, anywhere on the socials. If you guys have any questions, want to reach out to her or you just kind of want to challenge, you know, Nadia, you don't understand our business. We can't automate. <laughs> oh yeah, we can. And she showed mastermind members a lot of different ways that we can. So I dare you guys, I dare you reach out to her or jump in the mastermind and check out the training that she did. It was phenomenal. But Nadia, thank you so much for being here with us today. I really, really appreciate it. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Great. Like always, thanks a lot for inviting me and well, excited for the release. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You guys remember when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, the best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.